Hey guys, how are you? I hope all is well. I know that this is a very difficult time and I am praying for you and I pray that you pray for me. My name is Donna. I am a resident of the Washington Park community and I just wanted to start a podcast and share what is on my heart and give you a little background information about me. Um, born and raised on the south side of Chicago, right off of 45th and Federal and Robert Taylor Housing. I moved out at the age of 18. I moved north to the Edgewater community, and I noticed it was a big difference from the south side to the north side. My husband and I, we moved south, back south to uh, the Washington Park community. And at that point, I realized how there were so many differences from the north side and the south side. Um, I noticed the disparities in terms of garbage pickup, uh, the police response to calls. Um, our alleys were dirty. There was no commerce. Our schools were performing poorly. So at that point, that's when my activism began. I began fighting for equalities for the people in the Washington Park community on the South Side. I formed a block club and I joined in with others and other community organizations to help fight against the social injustices that were happening in our community. Um... We set up town hall meetings, did voter voter registration drives, and we also had automatic and mayoral candidate forms. Not to mention that I've also worked in government, and working in government afforded me the opportunity to see how racist our city can be and how truly it is. Um, I've always wondered why there was so much disparity but when I got in government, I, I my eyes were open and I was able to see the racism that has been um, happening in our communities and in the city of Chicago for years. Um, never understood why, what, why money was ported from one community to another and the communities that needed it the most were not even given money to help their communities. Millions of funding has been allocated for this community, particularly Washington Park, and I'm sure it is in other poor communities on the south and the west sides. You wonder and, 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 and think if there's been so much money, so much millions of dollars in funding that's been given to our communities, why are our communities looking the way that they do? And who are these organizations that receive the funding? I think that's a very good question to ask right now. What prompted me um, to do the podcast is it's been on my heart for a long time to speak about what I feel troubles and worries me. And with the COVID-19 pandemic, I just feel like it's been um, an eye opener uh, we've been in a pandemic in our communities for years, 
and the COVID-19 pandemic has only heightened it. And when I saw CNN, uh, Don Lemon and Kamala Harris speaking about the COVID-19, how it's hitting communities of color harder than others, and then this, to find out that WBZ reported today, April 5th, that 70% of Blacks in Chicago um, are dealing with the COVID-19. Um, and this is alarming. Um, but however, again, our communities have been in a pandemic for years. We have been uh, living in crime-infested communities. We have a digital divide. And when Kamala Harris talked about you know, children having to be educated via um, um, the internet or via online classes, our children don't have computers. They don't have access to broadband. So, you know, that's an issue. When I think about our businesses and our community communities, our businesses don't have a website presence. So how can they advertise? Um, so, we have been trying to do creative things in Washington Park uh, to make sure that our businesses are getting the information and and letting people know uh, what they're doing and if their businesses are opening and if they're using um, delivery places or delivery businesses or companies like uh, DoorDash and Uber Eats. Um, we are a food desert. We don't have access to fresh fruits and vegetables. We are not a walkable village. Um, so we've we've been dealing with this for years. Our education, our schools have been below par. Uh, and, and thank God that we as a community are trying and have been, I know as a resident, been trying to address these issues. I've been fighting for a long time. I mean, we have to think about even the pollution. Our soil is contaminated. Um, the list can go on and on and on. Um, however, I will say that this is not the time to try to judge people, but to act. The time is not to fight against each other, but to fight with being proactive. We have to become solution-oriented. We have to. We have to. Um join together, band together, community by community, block by block to be a force that when we come out of this pandemic, we will be able to get to know our neighbors. We could, we will be able to really fight for what we've seen and what we've dealt with for years and fight together to, um, not against each other, but fight together to, bring about a change. For example, the Washington Park community, we have seen an uptick in crime. So therefore, we started a, a virtual neighborhood watch group. Um, we will report crime. We will put signs in our window that says, warning, we are neighborhood block watch community watch group, and we will call police. We are able to walk, go out on walks during the COVID-19. So when we go out on our walks, we will notify our neighbors of, of information, resources that are available. We will walk our neighborhoods. 
We will blitz our community with flyers to make sure people have the resources and the education that they need. Because again, we are a digital divide community. So we are having to come up with the unconventional old ways of doing things. Whether And that's the door knocking. That's the blitzing the community with flyers to make sure that our senior buildings and our family buildings have access to this information. Um, we are also going to get to know our neighbors. Hey, drop a flyer off and, and wave at them. And of course, once this pandemic is done and over, we will be able to meet person to person so we can organize our communities. Um, we are going to report what's going on to 311 or to our automatic offices. We're going to call our offices. We're going to our automatic offices. We're going to write letters. We're going to write emails and let uh, them know that um, whatever we see, whether it's a pothole, whether it's a filthy um, um, lot, a vacant, filthy lot or a building, troubled building. No. And I know people are probably listening, saying that this is something that should have been done a while ago. And yes, that's true. However, now is the time more than ever than um, for us to come together and really become social justice advocates in our communities because we are seeing now that we have been at a disadvantage for a long time and we can no longer sit back and just complain about it this is not the time to judge anyone. This is not the time to fight our elected officials, our government offices. This is time for us to become solution-oriented. And I'm not sure if you've heard about it, but I'm excited to learn that a lot of our elected officials are doing what is called a, a the impact of COVID-19 on our Black communities this coming Tuesday, April 5th. I'm sorry, April um, 7th, I do believe. Um, and it's going to be from 4 to 5.30. And the phone number is 312-626-6799. And the password is 089-318. So I think this is a great start. And I again, I hope that we are more solution-oriented. This is not t the time to complain and talk, we need to become solution oriented. And I'm encouraging you to get involved with your neighborhood block clubs, get involved in your neighborhood online presence, whatever it could be. Join uh, online um, organizations that are um, on, on next door um, if you feel like there's crime in your community, sign up for ring.com. Do whatever you have to do to be an advocate for your community. And I am praying for you. And I ask that you pray for me until again, we talk again next time. Stay blessed, stay healthy and stay home.